0: Hello, and welcome to AOL Church, a place to connect. This is where we gather together common people and equip them to live connected lives. AOL Church exists to connect with God, connect with people, and ultimately, connect people with God. Thank you so much for joining us for today's podcast. Now, let's listen in on this week's sermon. with the Holy Ghost. Clap your hands tonight. He's an awesome God. Can you say amen? He's the lily down in your valley. He's your pride and your morning star. Way maker, problem solver, Holy Ghost and fire baptizer. And I think I heard that somebody got the Holy Ghost this morning. Shout about that. Come on and shout about that. If you can't, if this church can't make it with this pastor, God have mercy on you. I got quiet when I said that. But I don't know what else you're looking for. What you're looking for is already arrived. You got Jesus? You got a shepherd? Looking at our scripture, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1 and verse 1 only. Is it on the screen? I want to talk to you about the subject of seeking, looking. My question is in the sermon. What are you looking for? Would you read that out loud, please? Turn around, look at somebody and say, what are you looking for? Now, let's pray. Jesus, thank you tonight. Thank you, Lord, because you were here this morning, you're here again tonight. Is anybody praying? I can't hear you. Said I can't hear you. Lord, we need another touch. We need a second wave. We need to feel the anointing of God here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Everybody say seeking. Seeking Seeking is an attempt to find something. We are most of the time find what we're looking for, even if it's negative. If you come to church looking for Jesus, you can find him. If you look for salvation, you can find it. If you look for faults in Brother Grimsley, you can find it. Because you're going to find something wrong. Other people have found something wrong with me before you did. But it never did stop me. Because I know that I'm just a man. But I know when it comes to faults, they get covered by the blood of the Lamb. How many believes the blood of the Lamb will cover your faults tonight? Come on and clap your hands. If any of you have got any faults in your life, stand up. Any, the rest of you, please remain seated. All of you perfect people, don't stand up. Is the microphone working? All of you perfect people, sit back down. Now, all of you that are still seeking a better life, you're seeking a closer walk with Jesus. Oh my God, hold them hands up and say, look out devil, you have tried to knock me down, you have tried to stop me, but I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling I'm going to find what I'm looking for. I'm going to find my Savior. I'm going to find my healer. Come on and clap your hands and say, I'm not perfect, but I'm striving for perfection. Quit looking at everybody else's problem when you got your own. Saying, preach it? Preach it. My. That's, that's My. That's She's up there going preaching, it and it's good. And somebody's going, I wish he would just shut up. <laughs> See, we live in a generation when dads and moms tell their children, shutty, shutty. I never heard that till I went to Canada. I went to New Brunswick, Canada, preached a few years up there, and and they would say in New Brunswick, shutty, shutty. If my daddy would have told me to shutty, shutty, I would have died right there on the spot. A pastor told me once you're not supposed to say shut up. I said, when my daddy told me to shut up, I knew what he meant. I believe we got a heavenly father. And when you say some things you shouldn't be saying, he's not telling you, shut it, shut it. He's saying, shut your mouth. Because first of all, we need to put our brain in gear before we open up our mouth. Woo, I like that. I wish I was sitting out there. I'd be saying amen to that. The prophet Isaiah said, we got ears. We need to have ears to hear. He said, when you get in the will of God, you're going to hear a word behind you. You must not be excited about that. When you get in the will of God, you're going to hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to hear a voice backing me up. Because when I hear his voice backing me up, I don't care there's five in here or 500 in here. I just want to know this is the way. If you believe you're in the way and you're not in the way, come on and praise him right now. Are you ready to hear the voice of God confirming that you are where you're supposed to be? I'm not talking about your husband telling you that's where you're supposed to be. I'm talking about having a mind of your own and hear the Holy Ghost say, this is where you're supposed to be. When you get where God wants you to be, the devil should be able to run you off. Come on and clap your hands about that. Thine ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, this is the way, walk you in it. Imagine as we are seeking things, everybody say seeking things, being so close to God that you can hear Him say, I'm not talking about a brother or sister in the church telling you this, but you can hear Jesus say, You are in my will. What you're wearing, I'm pleased with it. The way you're praying, I'm pleased with it. The way you give, I'm pleased with it. How many of you all of next week you'd like to hear a word behind you? Not from hell, but a word from heaven. I don't know how you feel about it. I've heard all from hell I want to hear. I'm ready to hear from my heavenly Father. I'm ready for a word. I'm ready for a word from the Lord. Do you believe in a word from the Lord? I believe God's got a word for this church. You're going to start hearing this is the way. Oneness is right. Holy Ghost baptism is is right. Men looking like men is right. Ladies looking like ladies is right. Come on and clap your hands. Come on and worship him tonight. Imagine being so close that you can hear God say you're in the right place. Everybody understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think I'm right. I'm just church hopping. I'm sorry that just come out. Shouldn't have said that. Okay, I'm over it. You're not going to get nowhere till you get roots. I want to tell you there are root systems that are determined to grow. My old daddy was a concrete finisher all of his life. He was pouring this floor once before they put the foundation down. He said to this man, you need to move that tree. He said to my dad, Mr. Grimsley, that tree is going to stay right where it is. My daddy said, you don't understand. It's getting bigger. It's going to get bigger. It's going to tear your floor up. He said the roots of that tree can never tear this floor up. Guess what happened about 10 years later? Right in the living room, them roots had a determination to keep on pushing. When the devil's telling you, you need to quit preaching, you need to quit singing, you need to preach a little harder and sing a little more. When the devil tells you to quit shouting, you need to go ahead and shout anyway. When you come in church and the devil says, don't raise your hands up, raise your hands up anyway. When somebody in the church says, don't get behind that pastor, say, get behind me, Satan. That's a man of God that God put in my life. Or Have you got a root system tonight? Are you founded in the church? come on and worship God hold your hand up again and say bless my roots Lord let them grow deeper let them grow in a Holy Ghost soil give me roots in Jesus name come on and give God some praise and worship the Lord come on and worship the Lord how many of you would like to hear this week would you like to hear God speak to you not through your pastor not through your wife not through your husband not through your children would you like to actually how many of you believes there is a god i didn't say how many believes there are gods i said how many believes there is a god how many believes he's got a mouth i want you to quit praying Just talk to me. The new prayer should be, I want to hear what he's saying. Because I promise you, God's already talking. The communication's not on heaven shore. Oh, my Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. The communication problem is down here in this world. Are you ready to have ears to hear what the Spirit has got to say to this church? Now, some people have picked up the phone and called people all the time. I want to tell you what I think about Brother Grimsley. Do you really think Brother Grimsley cares? If you don't like me, I promise you I'm not going to go home and have me a pity party. I'm going to eat tomorrow like it's my last day. Why don't you quit allowing people's judgment to stop you? If you're sitting by an old dry hide, just go ahead and shout all over them. Yeah, I said it. I said if you're sitting beside somebody that won't clap your hands, clap yours a little bit louder. If you're sitting beside a powder, shout just a little bit louder. Quit looking at the size of the crowd and look at the size of your heavenly father. Oh, come on and shout the victory in this church. What I want to know is, what are you looking for? If you can't shout with this man, what are you looking for? If you can't shout in this atmosphere, but the Bible said where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I tell you tonight, there's liberty in this house. Why don't you get out of that chair and shout like you feel liberty? Come on and shout and say, I feel liberty in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Come on. I feel liberty. Brother, you got to have more than a name on a church that says liberty, you got to have Holy Ghost liberty. to hear this week God speak to me and say you're going in the right direction. That's all somebody in this building needs to hear. We got more and more people committing suicide all the time. We got people wondering about their money they got in the bank. Is it going to be all right? If you're worried about it, give it to some of us. We'll take care of it. Forty-five percent of people that are looking for something are looking for their TV remote control. When a survey was done with thousands of people, what do you spend time looking for? Forty-five percent of them said, Well, some of you didn't say amen. You're a part of that number. I believe these figures are wrong that we spend two and a half days out of a year looking for items that we've lost. I think at our house it's more like a hundred days out of a year. 33% of people that are looking for something are looking for their cell phones. Sometimes I'm looking to run over mine. As a nation, we spend $2.7 billion a year replacing lost things. But I'm not talking about appliances. I'm talking about what you used to have. I'm talking about where is that shout at? Another thing is where is conviction at in the Pentecostal church anymore? But the most thing I'm concerned about is where is the fear of God? More than anything else we've lost, I want to know where is the fear of God? How dare you judge somebody in the house of God that's got his name and his blood applied to their life. Get up and shout about that and praise the Lord. Come on. Come on and shout about it. Shout about it. What are you looking for? Forget about your blooming remote control. Forget about your telephone. 2.7 billion with a B in America is spent on replacing lost items. What I want to know is how long did they do without it before it dawned on them they didn't have any. And then when I come to that question, when it happens in the spiritual realm, how long has it been that you lost it? When was it you lost it? I'm I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to wake you up. And we're, we're looking around, well, she used to do this and he used to do that and I know what their problem is, but what in the world is your problem? What have you lost? Hmm. Does anybody want to go back and claim what you've lost? I'm talking about things that God's give you. Do you know God can heal you and the devil is a thief and a robber and come right along and steal your healing? You'll feel that little twinge in your back. Oh, I got it again. Yeah, claim it. It's all yours. I feel like I'm trying to catch the flu. We'll run a little faster. <laughs> Can you imagine? I feel like I'm about to get sick. They're not. What if we turned that around and said, yes, I am sick, but I got a feeling. I'm about to get rid of this sickness. How many has got a feeling this week you can hear from heaven directly yourself? You don't need the preacher to call you up every day and tell you you're going to be all right. Grow up. Grow up. I believe in spiritual maturity and something is about to change in this church. Somebody's going to grow up, quit complaining, quit bellyaching and say thank God for what he's already done. If you like that, shout about it. You don't need another word from a man. You need a word from heaven saying this is the way. This is the direction that I want you to go in. 63% of people that have lost something blame somebody else. lose natural things, blame somebody else. I wonder if 63% of church people, I wonder they're blaming somebody else. Come on now, you need to digest this. You need to chew it up and swallow it just a little bit at a time. On this, on this subject of lost things, if you have lost your joy, It's time to get it back. I wish somebody had helped me with this. I said, if you've lost your joy, is anybody ready for it to come back? Is anybody ready to get your shout back on? Are you ready to get your anointing back? Does anybody feel some determination again? Anybody can be a quitter, but it takes real men and real ladies to get Holy Ghost determination. I'm going to get in that church. I'm going to have more than my car in the parking lot. I'm going to give my heart to that church, heart, body, soul, mind, and spirit. Somebody say determine. It's an act of deciding. It's a decision that you come to to achieve something. Pastor said that he believed God spoke to me something to talk about tonight. I want you to get this one line. You need to start being achievers. I'm not saying this because I'm buddying with the pastor, but church growth don't come just through a pastor. Church growth comes because every once in a while somebody pops open in the Holy Ghost and says, you know what? I'm going to start being an achiever. I'm to quit listening to that devil telling me I can't make it and I can't do it and that's not my church and I'm not part of that church. Are you ready to be an achiever? Are you ready to achieve something for God? Are you tired of coming to church looking for carnal things and you want to look around and see the fruit of the Spirit My, I wish you'd shout a little bit one time. you got to start your Christian walk with an intention to finish it. You're not here just to give it a good shot, are you? Is anybody in here to cross the finish line? I believe there's a finish line right in front of them. There might be some coronavirus between here and the finish line, but is anybody still going to run across that finish line? I come to preach to you tonight and to tell you, get your determination back. Get your shout back. Woo! My God. I got to wait on him. Just wait on him. If you want to erupt in the Holy Ghost, go ahead and do it. Come on. Come on. According to what I read a few moments ago, is it possible for us to hear the voice of God? Is it? How many is ready to hear Him? I said, how many is ready to hear Him? We will experience a renewed determination. Are you ready for it? We shall mount up with wings as an eagle, and we shall run and not be weary. Are you ready for it? Are you ready to hear a voice of discouragement in a world that's full of discouragement? Are you ready to hear a heavenly father instead of a demonic being telling you you can't do it? Are you ready to hear the voice of God tell you you can do it? You can be successful. You can be a blessing. You can live in victory. You can put the past behind you. I wish somebody would just break out and shout one time. Come on. Come on and worship the Lord. Come on and give Him praise. Quit blaming somebody else. Don't be part of the 63% that says it's her fault or his fault. It's the devil's fault. Blame game. Well, I don't go to church no more. Church anymore because there's hypocrites in the church. But there's hypocrites in the grocery store. Down the aisle we go with our little buggy. Everybody looks at Sister Grimsley like she's the easiest going person. Everybody knows I'm not. But you give her a buggy, she's on a mission. If she don't see it the first time, she'll put that thing in reverse. I can't hardly go with her. She spends as much time backing up as she does going forward. It's all right. She's been through this a thousand times. Amen. How many's ready? Even though there might be a hypocrite in the church, there might be a doubter in the church. You don't quit going to the grocery store because there's a cigarette smoker in there. I know we're not supposed to preach on stuff like that, but it just slipped out and I had so much fun doing it. We don't quit going to the grocery store just because there's a drug addict in there. And we turn around in Pentecostal church and they come in looking like we don't. That part I'm not so sure of, but I sure do like it when they don't act like we do. Cause what you got shouldn't be an act anyway. It shouldn't be a Sunday show. It ought to be the same thing you feel on Monday. Don't just feel it because the person beside you feel it. Shout before they do. Lost your victory. If I were you, I'd get busy and find it. <laughs> Who said that's a good word? My God, I'm glad you're here. I like that. God, I hope the Lord will send you 50 more people just like that. Some of you have been guilty of blaming some other people late I've heard ladies say if I go to hell it'll be my husband's fault no it won't ain't a man in this world can drag you down to hell. There ain't a woman in this world drag you down to hell you go there on your own accord. I believe we're going to get a backbone back in the church and we're going to resist the devil instead of listen to the devil. There is a demon spirit in Lynchburg, Virginia, that has drawn a line and says that's as great as that Pentecostal church will ever be. Are you ready to get aboard with the pastor and step over that line and get rid of satanic boundaries? There's a satanic line drawn in this city. Are you ready for some Holy Ghost rebellion? And step over that demon line of boundary. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Come on. Somebody say, I'm ready to rebel. If you can have a negative rebellion, you can have a positive rebellion. If you can rebel against the laws of God, you can rebel against Satan. What if this week we had a satanic rebellion? Be seated. Whew. We do. Do we? Do we? Anybody here ever rebelled against God since you've had the Holy Ghost? You may as well get your hands up. Every My Lord, I just feel waves of it in here. Is it possible to lose spiritual things? Is it, Reverend? You believe that, don't you? How many of you believe that? How many of you have experienced that? How many would like to go back and take away what? oh my God. Would you like to take back what God had given you? He didn't give it to you for you to lose it. And I'd like to put it this way, use it or lose it. Start seeking the blessings of God that are lost. Amen. Go ahead and spend some time seeking those things which are above. Let's don't seek the destruction of the church. How would you like to be guilty? How would you like to be one of the guilty parties for shutting this church down? Oh, Brother Grimsley, nobody can do that. There's been many, many Pentecostal churches that have been destroyed. Because of scuttlebutt, and if you think I'm talking dirty, that happens to be a military term, scuttlebutt, in the military, did you hear? If it runs in the military, you should hear it in the church. Well, I can't get a hold of the pastor. Of course, you could go right by him and get a hold of God. He won't care. I guarantee you, if you get healed at 3 o'clock in the morning and don't call him, it'll be all right with him. Do you believe that we can have an appointment with God, walk right inside of his gates, kick every devil between here and there out of the way and tell that devil, you got a right. Every one of you in this building has got a right to shout tonight. That didn't make it. Went to Walmart's so if they could go to Walmart's. They could have been in the service. Did I say that? God, you people are so hard to preach to. I preach something hard, and you're going, "Come on, that's it. Keep saying it." So, what I want to know is. What have you lost? Do we just see what other people have lost or do we? How long does it take us to find out that our car is missing? I told you about my truck. I got this truck that I just almost think too much of. But if I went back home and it was gone, I'd know it. And when you miss something in the spirit and you get down on your knees to pray, you're going to know you're missing something. If there's a devil to put that fire out, there must be a God to relight it. believe there's anybody in this building that don't still have a few embers that are burning. All you gotta do is put something new on it and begin to blow on it and those sparks are gonna burn again. Is anybody ready for that first love? Are you ready for a return of that child that you used to? Remember how you felt the church is going to grow. Oh, Another new family and, and another one come, and we believed the church was going to grow, but all of a sudden, here comes COVID 19. Well, now I don't know. I don't know, but I have a feeling that God knew this virus was coming. I have a feeling when somebody was inventing this, and yes, this is what I believe in in a lab somewhere. See, you don't know it, but we're already at war. You don't know this, but we're going to win this war. Come on. If we suffer with Him, we shall also reign with Him. I want you to get it through your head tonight. The suffering part is just about over. I feel in the Holy Ghost, it is time to reign with Him. If you want to do that, jump up and say, I'm going beyond the suffering season. I'm about to enter the reigning season. Get your antennas up and claim it right now. I'm going to get up Monday morning. I'm going to reign with God. I'm going to rule with Him. Oh, my God, I feel the presence of God. Get somebody by the hand and shout with them. Come on, help me out. Get somebody by the hand. Come on. And shout with them right now. Tell them you're about to reign. Your suffering season is coming to a close. Your despair is about to pass. You're going to reign with God. We are the church of the living God. We're not a bunch of has-been or used-to-be. The best is yet to come. Claim that in your home right now. Claim it in this church right now. I want some ladies come up here right now with her get her by the hand run up here come on if you don't have your shouting shoes on don't come up here start saying it ladies we're going to reign start saying it we're going to reign we're going to reign we're going to reign we're going to reign with him we're going to rule with him come on Come on and shout. Some of you men, lift your voice up. Start shouting right now. We're going to reign with Christ. If we suffer with him, we shall also reign with him. There is a reigning season ahead of us. say look at me devil I'm still shouting I'm still reigning with Christ you may go back to your chair thank you so much Somebody repeat this with me. I promise I will spend more time seeking the supernatural that I have lost. More time seeking those things than natural things I have lost. Do it this week. Get back in your Bible. Have faith in the church again. We are a team. We need to get some unity back in the country again. It's not just a black and white problem. It's a people problem. White people are having trouble with white people. And blacks are still doing the same thing. It's not about another race of people. It's about what happened to our unity. Get your unity back. Get in one mind, one accord, and Holy Ghost baptism will stop all of that mess. You as a Christian, hold on to your seat now. You've got obligations. I say that word, obligations. obligations. I didn't spend two years in the third grade for nothing. I'm not sure I got that word in the third grade, but there it is. Obligations. It's called the obligations of the risen life. Whew. Say it with me. There are obligations of the risen life. <laughs> Do you feel that? Say it one more time. There are obligations to the risen life, and I have risen with Christ. I'm going to perform my obligation. You are obligated to clap your hands. You are obligated to sing when they're singing. Not want to be the one up there singing, oh my, that slipped out. Brother Grimsley, I never get to sing, wonder why. Brother Grimsley, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, I never get to preach, wonder why. Here I have been preaching all all these years and I still don't know how to do it. what are you looking for? When your pastor walks up to the pulpit, what are you looking for? When I come to visit, what are you looking for? When they walk up to sing, what are you looking for? When you get up in the morning, what was it I told you to look for? A word behind you. Saying. What it is, it's a confirmation. Say it out loud. My God God. confirms His Word with signs following. Did you hear that? Do you know that's in your Bible? How many is ready for some signs to follow? Apostolic ministry. Come on. The only ministry that God has signs following is apostolic ministry. I don't know if you got it. I just don't know. The changes, the way we live, what happened to our first love, we're supposed to be risen with Christ. Old things are passed away. Somebody's been pumping life back into those dead things. I'm sorry, I just. I feel like there's people in the church that are trying to resurrect that old Adam nature. like that? There are more things I used to do. Just all of a sudden I feel like I want to do them again. I want to call somebody up and lie to them. I want to see if I can help somebody, pull somebody out of the church. I think it's my week to talk against the preacher. I got that act right there from a fella I know down in South Florida. He works in a prison, and he was told that if some of those guys in the prison, uh, like uh, a certain crowd, I didn't say nothing. My wrist just bent. That's all that happened. And they told him, said, you're supposed to resurrect them. Well, one of them got cut a while back, and a lover spat. That's no more love than, well, anyway. <laughs> you don't mind if I meddle with that just a moment, did you? He said, I looked back at the boss man and said, Well, this is what I'm going to do. Because I sure ain't putting my lips down there. There are some things in my life I don't want resurrected. If you got some old things back in your Adam nature, you don't want a resurrection of it. Do you know the answer to it? Quit feeding it. Quit feeding it. Anything you stop feeding, die. Now, for your information, I've never had a problem think I'd want to resurrect everybody myself hmm. time and chance happen to us all jeremiah 29 and 13 and ye shall seek me how many's ever done that thank you 5 for coming that's about what i saw listen this is in your bible how many's got a bible and you shall seek me and find me. Have you found him yet? A little short guy walked up to me one time. A little stubby fella. He's supposed to be real tough. I said, you really, "You really think you're all that tough that I heard you are?" He said, "Well, when I'm drunk, I am." I said, "You're still just a little runt. You just don't have enough sense to know it. Getting drunk don't make you no bigger." unless you're drunk on the Holy Ghost. How many is ready to drink so much from that fountain you get drunk on the Holy Ghost? Are you ready to know what you're searching for? Somebody say, I've been in the valley. But if you get down in that valley and look hard enough, there's a lily down in that valley. If you're sick, there's healing virtue. If you got sin in your life, there's forgiveness and redemption. Some things are like looking for a needle in a haystack. But I'll guarantee you, if you want it bad enough, you'll find it. Amen. If you'll stand with me, I'll close in a moment. He said, you'll find me when you shall search for me with with something. Now, wait now. There's something you've got to have when you search for him. What is it? How is it you search? With all your heart. I mean, if it's like, see, I'm so bad at finding things. That's why Sister Grimsley helps me so much. It can be one of my tools out in the shed. And I, I just walk in that shed and I go, I can't see it. I'll go ask my wife where it's at. And the majority of the time she'll say, I was out there a couple of months ago. When you walk in, it's on the right-hand side. Just She knows right where I don't know how in the world that woman keeps up with it. She never uses a saw, but she knows where it's at. Oh, man. So how determined are you to find something you've lost? How precious was it to you? <laughs> Is it all right? Is it okay? Let's, let's go. Let's go this week on a spiritual expedition. Say it. Spiritual expedition. You might be surprised on that expedition what you might find. Not that somebody else lost, but almost unbelievable what you lost see when we were in the world we found Satan somebody amen we found heartaches we found emptiness in the church we find Jesus and abundant life (laughs) somebody say I'm going hunting I'm going to go on a treasure hunt We find forgiveness and joy. We find a well of living waters. (laughs) When you seek for God with all of your heart, you don't find a God with a sword in His hand ready to kill you. You've walked into something I call Mercy's Gate. Aren't you glad there's a place called Mercy's Gate? The prodigal son comes back home after spending all of his money that he had inherited and, and blew it all But there's a a little something about that story that's always concerned me. He stops by and asks, what's all that going on in the house? The elder brother does. The elder brother, if anybody should know what's going on in the church, it should be the elder brother. But if you don't watch out, you're out of touch with what's going on in the church. And you'll get a little jealous when daddy... Hands somebody that beautiful ring and that beautiful robe and kills that fatted calf. Don't get jealous when the pastor spends some time with somebody else. I'm sorry, that just, your chicken might still be good, but you might need to eat somebody else's. Is this okay? When you seek God with all of your heart, you're going to find Him. People are waiting for God to find them. Would you like to join? Would, would you like to, before you ask him for anything else, would you like to thank him for what he's already done? Would you like to say thank you, Lord, for healing months or years ago? Thank you for answering prayer a long time back. Can you you put on the screen for me? I don't know if that's complicated. Can they do something quick like that? Can they put up Psalms 34 and 10? Let me know, please, when it's up there. All right. The young lions do like and suffer hunger. Hold it, Stop right there. Don't read the rest of it. I want you to picture... Wild, young, teenage lions. And they suffer. They're so fast. They're so powerful. They're just so dominating. But they can't get anything to eat. But now read the rest of it. Read it out loud. But what? It don't matter how old you are. It don't matter how tired you are. You got more power than a wild lion out there. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Oh, the strongest animal in the animal kingdom can't get a meal you can get a meal just like that you don't have to be in church to sit at the Lord's table somebody online right now God's got a table spread for you to the hunger the master called it. come and dine come and dine come on and shout some Come on and shout in this house. Shout in this house. Shout in here tonight. You got more power than a young lion. Quit being weary. Anybody that wants to resign, Satan will accept your resignation they that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled didn't know they were supposed to have something to eat after church. And what was it they were called? I know, wait, hors d'oeuvres. send me out $50 worth of hors d'oeuvres. Brother, I want it in big hunks. I want something I've got to have a knife with. And a fork. And spend some time with it. I don't want to have to put my glasses on to find it. You are not serving an hors God. Oh, come here, little finger God. I'm serving a God that's got a table spread. And do you know where he said he would do it? In the presence of your enemy. You ought to be shouting about that. You don't have to run the devil off. I want him to watch me when God feeds me. You ought to be running the aisles about that. Don't tell the devil to leave you. God is about to do something for you, and I want the devil to be there watching me when God opens up the windows of heaven. I don't know who remembers this, but that was the exact word of tongues interpretation last week. The Lord has prepared a table in this place before your enemies. Come and eat. Come and eat. Did he he say anything about hors d'oeuvres? Oh, there's a table spread. Get it one more time. Where the saints of God are fed. You are the sheep of his pasture, and it's the Father's good pleasure to give to you, pressed down, shaken together, and run it over. So who do I want at that ceremony? I want old Skin Flint, Devil. I want him to stand right there and watch it when God walks in the room and healing virtue begins to flow. I want him to stand right there when God begins to heal my body. I want that lying devil, I want him to stand right there because my God said, I'll prepare a table before you in the presence. Somebody, if that don't make you want to shout, your shouter is broke. Put some tape on it and shout anyway. Just remain standing, I'm I'm gonna quit. The message is just about one word seek or seeking. Of course, he tells us what to seek first, the kingdom of God, and these things shall be added unto you, like the car and the house, and the right wife. Mm, nothing like the right wife. Best why mess with the rest? Are mm. the right husband for people that's looking for one of them, and then we look for things sometimes and don't. Please don't sit down. I, I'll come up there and pro, you can prop on me if you're about to drop over. Why seek the living among the dead? You can't find God in a dead church. If it's dead, he never was there. Well, let me just move right along. So I just want to ask you, I got to close. I got so much more to say, but I got to close. He said, If you're risen with Christ, now how many of you have risen with him? true Christian sets his focus on heavenly things. Heavenly things is not a critical spirit. I'm sorry, I just picked you up and dropped you right back down. Things of this world are unsatisfying. Here's what I want to know. If they didn't satisfy you when you were in the world, what makes you think if you go back to them now it's any different? it like this the dog vomits it up. Oh, brother, that's so gross. It's in your Bible. Maybe you got one of those uh, new Bibles. Maybe it said it spit it up or something. It vomited it up, or so you can really understand it in case you're from Texas, it puked it up. But then it goes back. To what it throwed up and wants to lick it back up again. And the Bible said that's the way sin is. it made you feel sick there, think it got any better laying out in that 100 degree sun? It didn't only make you sick, it made God sick. Let me just, I'm closing. I got to close. I got to quit. Seek things above. Somebody repeat that with me, please. I'm closing now. A true Christian seeks and sets their focus on heavenly things. Things of this world are unsatisfying and uncertain. Say it. Heavenly things, things that are above, are satisfying. Say, the Bible says, pleasures forevermore. Like every time you throw your pole out, the cork's going under, amen. Where's your affections at? Tell me what you've been thinking about, and I'll tell you where you're going. What's the main thing on your mind? Do you know when you get in bondage and there are some knuckleheads that thinks church is bondage? But ever since I've been in the church, I have felt liberty. The world is filled with bondage. And where his spirit is at, there is liberty. Isn't it amazing that we're so guilty and we stand so guilty before a pure and a holy God. But yet he touches us and gives us an opportunity to feel pure all over again. If you will prepare to sing my favorite song in this whole wide world, it's no secret what God can do. I want you to, if you've got a husband or wife standing close to you and you're still on speaking terms. Boy, that'll preach. I was called out to Texas last year, a year before last, to do a marriage seminar. Asked the pastor why would you why would you have me do something like that He said well you're about to face your 50th wedding anniversary I thought you'd know something about it so it was the first time I'd ever done that God put put love back in our marriages and in our homes again I found out that we argue and complain with the people we should love the most we we're so guilty of hurting people that love us and I want to tell you the only reason you do that sir is because you know you can get by with it at least in this world my message tonight is just really simple it's nothing great it's what are you looking for we got a two two year old in two months little daughter and about anything after us she used to call my wife nanny and now she calls her nanny I, I don't care what she calls her and I don't care what she calls me just as long as she comes up and sits in my lap all she's got to say is papa I won't mom and daddy and everybody in the house they know there's, there's no stopping me When she says, Papa, it's just something special. And I was looking at her the other day, and she's so innocent. She don't, she don't know. She don't know about sin. And as I was looking at her big old blue eyes thinking about how innocent, I thought, how long ago was it that I lost my innocence? I wanted to find out what it was all like, what it was all about. And then to tell you the truth about it, when I found out about all of it, I I wish sometimes I could have went back and didn't know about all of it. Quit being experimental. I promise as many times as he'll bring it back to my mind I'm going to have times in every service I have that we repent. Maybe, maybe you feel like you don't need to well just don't do it. Just tell God, just tell him I'm so perfect, I don't have anything to pray about while the rest of us repent. Jesus I want to thank you Lord for forgiving us. I want to thank you for the power of redemption. Forgive me, Lord, for the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. Forgive me for yielding to the things of this world. Help me, Lord, to crucify this flesh daily. And I came here tonight looking for something. I came here tonight seeking. And I found it just a few minutes after I walked in the service. I saw Him. He's here in this building tonight.